bow our heads for prayers. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for making us to see another Christmas. Father, we see be exalted in Jesus' name. Amen. As we go to your word, you will speak to us from your throne in Jesus' name. Amen. At the end, we will all be blessed in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 Please turn your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 2. We're going to read from verse 10 to 20. Although I'm going to be focusing on verse 10, but so that we can get a better context, let's read uh, 10 to 20. Luke chapter 2. Uh, you know our culture, uh, we stand for kings and queens, we stand up for presidents, so I think it's okay if we stand up to honor the word of God. So I'll read verse 10, you read 11, and when we get to 20, we'll read together. Luke chapter 2, verse 10. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be told, which shall be to all people. 11. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly the angel was with the Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, good will toward men. And it came to pass as the angel of the Lord is in your death in heaven, they shall have said one to another, Let us now go, even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph. And the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made a proud saying, which was told them concerning this child. And all that they had heard it, and all that heard it, wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her house. Verse twenty together, and the shepherds returned. Glorify and praise God for all the things that they have heard and seen as it was told unto them. God bless you. you. May be seated. My daughter Esther was asking, Why are we, what are we doing? Why are we doing this thing? And um, if we don't answer some whys and we force our opinion on these children, they will obey us until they turn 18. <laughs> when they turn 18, you cannot explain the why behind some of these things. When they become adults, at worst, 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 you will shall die before them. Have you? All of us will die before our children, have you? Yes. When you die, they will do <laughs> their own. So, why do we sing? During Christmas, why carol? What's the point? Why should we sing it? We are just mimicking what the angels did at the birth of Jesus. 
The Bible says, when Jesus was born, where we just read, when Jesus was born, and they told the angels appeared to the shepherd and told them, This is what has happened. After that, what did the Bible say? There was a choir singing. That is why we are doing carol. We are just re-echoing, reminding ourselves of what happened over 2,000 years ago at the birth of Jesus. Today, I'm going to be talking about the joy of Christmas. Somebody say that. The joy of Christmas. You cannot hold a concert. You rarely hold a concert for sadness. A concert or singing is, is, is heralded by joy. So the birth of Jesus was followed by a concert. Carol happened at the birth of Jesus. And that is what we are replicating. Another thing that happened at the birth of Jesus, after the shepherds have returned, when they saw what happened, and they returned. Verse 20, what did the Bible say? The shepherds went about, they became the first evangelists. So Christmas is a time for us to share the good news. Christmas, aside doing carols, we should also evangelize. Because the first evangelists got their job description at the birth of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says, good tidings of great joy I bring. Other translation says, good news. So good tidings means good news. And Mark chapter 1, verse 14 and 15, Mark 1, 14 and 15, makes us to understand that this good news we are talking about is Jesus. So good news, good tidings of great joy that the angels brought, Mark confirmed that this good news is Jesus. But there is a, there's an irony. I would have expected that such announcements should be made in the courts of the highest in rank to kings, to priests in the synagogue, to, to those who are the cream de la cream of the society. At least, at worst, to the leaders of Judaism, because that, those are the ones that have been expecting the desire. But the Bible says, the angels appeared to shepherds. Now we should understand something. Shepherds at this time were the lowest of the low. Even to this day and age, they are typical men. Alamanjiris who just walk about with their animals. They don't have an address. They just keep looking for grass and water. So they are the lowest of the... In fact, for you to understand, when David was... How can a man, a father, not remember that he has a son? If not that Samuel understood the voice of God, 
that I know what God told me. He said, Jonah, I came, if I come to your house, I don't know you before. I said, bring all your sons. And you brought all of them. And nothing happened. Ah. You know, a typical, when you try and manipulate things, you, it, is, it is unusual for a prophet to say, ah, are you sure these are all your sons? Before he said, okay, ah, there's one remaining. Esther, biblical facts makes us to realize that, understand that David was born by a concubine. He was born, he was of illegitimate, illegitimate birth. So he was not regarded as part of the children of the family tree. So the job that they will give him was what? To be a shepherd. So shepherds are the least in the society. That means no matter your level, no matter how disadvantaged you are in the society, in the social strata, Jesus identifies with you. No matter how, you know, there are some things that, uh, there are some deals, especially in this country we find ourselves, that if you want to get some powers that be, first ask you, who is your father? Who is your father in this land? <laughs> I remember long, long, a, a few years ago, uh, I run a company. And we used to, I just came back from the UK, so, and I'm, I'm, I'm just a naturally bold person. So, I'll just enter a bid for so and so million dollar contract, so and so million dollar, I'll just be calling you. So, and we're about to get that particular contract. Someone now called me. One of the guys, they, they pick up with uh, that. Who is your, who are you fronting for? I know. It's me, I'm the owner of the company. And I know who is your chairman, who is the person that. And I said, nobody, it's just me. Ah, he looked at me, that's why I was that. That contract. You don't know that. He won't be you. How can you? They, they believe that he's either one politician or one baba that doesn't want his face to. For sure, it's like he won't say it all. And it, it, people can despise you, reject you, because you don't have someone in quotes behind you. But Jesus identifies with you. Hallelujah. Amen. That song says, Jesus knows all about our troubles. He will come to the day. If you had come with the ruling class, eh, he will not understand how it feels to be on to rejected. If you had come among the people, the privileged, I was watching, how many people have seen this documentary of Harry and Megan? Uh, you not seen it, please see it. Uh, and he said something, uh, Harry said something uh, during that uh, documentary. He said, 
um, a number of people that I was born in was prostituted. And I, and I said, because they talked about when he was younger, he wore a Nazi uh, uniform to pass. So he said, and he didn't know, he doesn't know what people went through uh, in the hands of Hitler. So he said, he had to go and meet a Holocaust survivor, he had to speak with the Germans, he had to. Why you not realize that? Wow! I never knew it's that. He didn't know. He didn't even understand the sensitivity. So when he married a commoner, he now understood, and they took away his security. They took away. They released his his uh, location. He was literally scared for his life. He said, "The bubble I was born in has been busted." You know, it is if you if you are born in a in a palace. You, do, you never think about what to eat. You don't know that people think about what to eat. You don't understand that some people worry about their safety. Immediately, in the royal family, in the British royal family, immediately you are born. You, as a baby, they start calling you your royal highness. Your, your, your carer, the person, in fact, your mother doesn't have to care for you. You have carers whose job is to know they have to wake up 15 minutes before you wake up. That is their job description. So he never, he never want, he never thought about wanting anything in life. And even till now, sir, I don't think you understand deeply what it means. Because even though he has relinquished his title as a prince, but it's still a privilege. Is it, is it privilege? Is it part of the privileged few? So, at Jesus' come in that class, they will shield him from the realities of humanity. But he came so that he can be compassionate, so that he can know what you endure. Hallelujah! 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 And does this same news still bring great joy today? The answer is yes. Jesus was who he was. Is who he was when he was born. The news of his birth brought great joy. That news is still bringing great joy. Hallelujah. Amen. I did not come. The, the, the truth is that our, our world as it is today is filled with several troubles. Several, in fact, I was reading something. I was so, so I was so worried. I didn't want to share it on any other uh, WhatsApp group. I was reading about this Ukraine and, and Russian war. Apparently, America is supporting Ukraine. America has deployed. There's a missile shield that they never tested. They deployed it in Ukraine so they can shield them from Russia's bombing. Now, there's a bomb that has never been tested, that is faster than every missile, that is likely to break that shield. Russia too is ready to, to shoot it in Ukraine. I don't know if people are now using Ukraine as a as practical, like as experiments. Do a testing ground. We want to test this shield if you want. Oh, Richard, I want to test this bomb if you break the shield. You understand, like, 
I'm very sure. Maybe it's just shame now. Maybe the Ukrainians are even looking at it. Why? It is this, this war is between two powerful people, America and Russia. And they're using a small Ukraine and they're testing as a program. You understand? But the world is filled with trouble. The, an average work, Ukrainian working on the streets is not the one that went to negotiate that he should fight war. Do you understand? <coughs> or some of our, our younger ones who were in university and they, their life has been, although I know some people, uh, some universities to them, but some not all of them. Their life has been shattered. Is it that guy that is just trying to get a grip over his life? That went to study medicine or study engineering. Is it that one that has time to be saying that, oh, America should not win, Russia should win? What does that mean? Because I'm putting In fact, after the war, when they now shake hands, the president will not die. The decision makers will not die. They will shake hands and say, okay, 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 okay. Let's, let's, let's have peace. But the, people are important. So the world itself is filled with several uh, evils. And Jesus don't come. We will not have had hope. The only thing that is sustaining us, I was, someone was saying that, um, I don't know, I forgot the exact word the person said, but was saying that, uh, <coughs> what's the effect of churches nowadays, blah, blah, blah. Ah! I looked at it. See, especially in this country, if not for the hope, the churches, especially the small, small churches, are restoring to the hearts of many. This country will have burnt down. The fact that some people will come to church and say, ah, don't worry, the Lord will do it, just to restore a new fresh of hope. Ah, no, keep on, keep on keeping on. God will help you, God will sustain you. Just that encouragement every week. You saw what, what we saw at Exodus. People are frustrated, but for the hope, I'm just trying to tell you the power of hope. The power of hope. I was reading, I mean, I saw a documentary about the betting companies and how people were complaining about some of them have lost so much money, they know friends have lost money. So, <coughs> the, the interviewer now asked, should governments uh, cancel betting? Ah, all of them, everybody, ah, if you cancel betting, there will be so much dead body. Ah, we say, oh, what's wrong? What is the betting? It doesn't matter that they are losing money, but they is giving them hope. Maybe one day, one day you're not going to show that's that one day, that hope. Even though it's a negative thing, for you to understand the power of hope, if Jesus had not come, SARS and Mars will not have had hope. A number of us, we are, we are, what is keeping us is that I know at least one day I will see God face to face. At least one day. Joseph, that, oh, this is not, it's not, this is not the end of the world. I'm going to see him. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, um, let's just look at three reasons for Christmas celebration. And then we'll close. 
It's the last Sunday of the year. Wow. Hallelujah. Three reasons why we celebrate Christmas. Number one, it reminds us that Jesus is the light of the world. Christmas reminds us that Jesus is the light of the world. And that light, he came to create a pattern. He came to create a pattern of light. One of the, one of the ways we should also replicate the pattern is what we are doing today. Going to reach out to the less privileged people that we Someone was telling me yesterday when they saw me buying drinks and I told them, ah, this is all we are doing, we are having an outreach. I said, ah, take pictures or post on your church Instagram, blah, 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 blah. I had to try and start uh, educating me that, no, we are not doing it so that people can come to our church. <laughs> we are not, you know, we are just, we are just sharing the love of Christ, not for publicity. See. The Bible says, I read this scripture when I was a teenager and it stuck with me. The Bible says, when you give to the needy, eh, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Sadly, we have done that to me that when you give to the Lord, it is offering that we now hide. When we are now giving to the needy, you go on Instagram. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So, when you give to the needy, do it in secret. Do it. Let's go to uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 2. It's Jesus himself that said it. Matthew 6, 2. Yes. When thou mm-hmm. Thank you very much. That's King James Version. I want a contemporary version because people may not understand when you do arms. They don't when you give arms, don't they may not understand. Any 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 maybe English standard version, LLT. LLT. Yes. When you give to someone in need. When you give to someone in need. Don't do as a prophet do. Yes. Don't come and blow trumpet that hey now we owe. Go, go ahead. He said something here. Yeah. We are on Instagram doing act of charity. Yeah. I tell you the truth. Yes. They have received all the all the rewards. Number of likes that you got on Instagram. That's the only word. Ever. <laughs> I, I, I got this, and I was dating on 14 when, when, when this revelation first hit me. It is not often that Jesus was saying that we should hide. Don't let your uh, right hand know. It's not often. In fact, offering that Jesus commended, commended, commended was given publicly. How did he know the widow's mind? It was public. Offerings should be offered to God, should be public. God is not the needy. When you give to the needy, and, and I know some of our fathers are uh, mentors in ministry, at times just do give put a picture of what they do. I don't blame them. Get, don't get me wrong. They are doing it because of this our crooked generation. 
of criticizing church. I know some of these fathers, what they put on, on, on social media is like one percent of what they do. <laughs> One of our, okay, permit me to mention this and cross it. was counseling someone. To, uh, I was in the prominent information. And the, the couples were having issues paying their children's fees. Counseling became to set to fight. Mommy put hand in her pocket, gave them 3,000 pounds to go and pay their fees. Nobody knew, it's the couple that told me. But mommy will not come. On this Instagram, do you know the number of homeless people they picked on the street sponsored to university? But some of these big ministries are showing a tiny bit so that when they print it, because it is because it is also that we share it on Instagram. Church is not doing anything. Church is calm. Church is. Do you know how many that they are the way you built? When we went to Kiriki uh, Maximum Prison for prison evangelism some years ago. The chapel inside Kiriki Maximum Prison was secretly built by the Adewin and an hospital, and he equipped it with instruments. Everything. If you see their instrument, but he will not come and, and do social and do Instagram live. Of, do you understand? Do you, do you know the number of people that have been saved through that? So don't get me wrong. When you see bigger ministries, don't go and criticize them. We need to balance it. It's because of our how crooked is our generation is. So that those fathers will just give just to let you know that <clears throat> what they do is secret. You'll be shocked. So, this one too, don't be surprised because I've, I've taken the picture of the food and drinks. We'll just, I'll just share it so that the people, our online viewers, we can be accountable and say that, oh, this is what we used your money to do. But not that we'll go to the IDP camp and start snapping them and start interviewing them. What's your name? You know, people, people do that. What's your name? How many bars of rice? You gave me two bars of rice. Nah. We should be the light. We should pattern the light. This Christmas should remind us that Jesus is the light. And we should pattern the light. Number two reason is to remind us that God's love to man is Jesus. Christmas is reminding us that Jesus is God's love to man. <coughs> if God can give his son, how come we cannot give ordinary money or food or drink to someone that will not have breakfast today? Praise the Lord. If Jesus can give his life in ransom, in exchange for us, so we also need to express love to others. And this expression of love is not to someone that can pay you back. Well, I had to, I had to uh, uh, educate those people yesterday that we are not doing it so that they can come to our church service. We are just doing it to just share the love of Christ. That's it. Not well, the one who the Bible says he would the one who sees what you do in secret. We come openly to reward you. I trust God that in subsequent years, you know, we won't even have to raise announcements for things like this. We just discuss among the leaders how much we budget, this of the budgeted, carry it, bam. 
and do it. No publicity, zero publicity. We're going to have partners that and that. They will just be silent. They just know that by Christmas, we are feeding people. We don't need to remind them. We don't need to shout. They just keep. And it will happen in Jesus' name. Amen. Number three. It also reminds us that Jesus is our soon coming king. Jesus is coming back. As we are celebrating his birth, we shall know that when he's coming back, he's not coming as that lowly born person. He's coming in triumph as a king. That song is in Yoruba. Uh, Thank you. 